The Holy Spirit is often treated as a weird uncle in the Trinity, and in some circles of the church, rarely comes up. And then in other parts of the church, he seems to be all anyone talks about, and we need to talk about him. The Holy Spirit is crucial to our lives as Christians, and the better we understand him, the more alive our faith will become. That and more on today's episode of Jackson Cloud. Today, we're going to play a game from the maker of Super Fight, which we played last week, except this one's called You've Got Problems. Okay, so these are superpowers, essentially. These are good things. We're going to pick two of them. Jamin, you're... Um, I'm the judge. The judge for this first so round. So you have me in mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're going to pick two cards that we think he would want as superpowers, but then we're going to have these black cards, which is like the drawback. And we we're one. going to put a drawback on the other person's superpower. So I'm going to choose one of these to cancel out Casey's. And Casey's going to choose one to cancel out <laughs> mine. And whichever, whichever collection of drawbacks and superpowers I'm willing to take is what I will choose from you guys. So, go ahead. Tell me what I'm willing to take. All right, so... I have uh, my two superpowers that are good are you can see the future and you can pull technology from any TV show. I liked it. All, All right. right. Well, the two superpowers are you can cure any disease and you can play any instrument perfectly. Ooh. But I mean, he could already do that at this point. Yeah. I cure disease. Oh, All right. the instrument part, right. Right. So what are you going to put on his to make it less enticing to me? You will never be happy again. All right. I mean, and, that's... And vice versa. So if you stop eating salad while awake, you die. All right. So just to say my options again... I can play any instrument perfectly, I can cure any disease, but if I stop eating salad while awake, I die. Versus, I can see the future, I can pull technology from any TV show, but I will never be happy again. I hate salad, unfortunately. <laughs> and I will die if I have to eat it all the time. So Casey wins this round. Apologies. You will never be happy again. I never will be happy again. <laughs> All right. But that's at least better than death. Now let's have Olivia in mind while we choose what we think she would like. Do I get new cards? No. Well, yes. Oh. Yes, you do. Just Draw uh, back up to, to replace five. the ones you got, though. Okay. Yeah, 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 Not yeah, a yeah, new yeah, hand. Right. So, you can pilot any vehicle, and nobody on Earth will ever go hungry again. You clearly don't understand how much I hate driving. Crap. All right, and so mine is, you can mimic anyone's talent, and you will never experience anxiety again. But every day and only for that day, a random limb vanishes from your body. And 
You live the rest of your life inside a compact car. Okay, so Casey wins <laughs> simply because Jamin doesn't know me as well as he thinks. She hates All vehicles. of my limbs are broken. And if I don't have to deal with the pain from one of them for a day, <laughs> that's a blessing. <laughs> so no. now I'm the judge. Yes. You're the judge. I need oh, no. two white cards and one black card. See, play music perfectly. <laughs> Thank you. Now we will entice Casey, unless he somehow finds a way to entice himself. All right. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. All right. Okay. Every night at midnight, your debt is erased. Okay. And you can have any superpower. But your body is made of pizza. And we all know how much you like pizza. You will kill yourself in a day. Potentially. Okay. You can jump in and out of any video game and you're a ninja master. Okay. And the negative is... No, the problem is half of these are not bad enough in order to make it work. Okay, what is this again? You're a ninja master and you can jump out of any video game. In and out of any video game. I've already got this, face it. I'm going to do this one even though Casey's going to see it as a positive. You uncontrollably slap all 30 figures. But not right now, in this moment. Uh-huh. Honestly, you gave her a positive for the fact that my body's a pizza. I know, but it's Which a means negative. if I eat my hair, I'm eating pizza, and that's fine. So therefore, Olivia wins this one. Yes. Mostly because you gave her pizza, and I don't understand you know what's what a negative. You know what I say to that? You've got problems. No, I think you have a problem because you didn't win. All right, we're going to talk about one of my favorite topics today. This is actually one of the reasons I became a pastor, is to talk about the Holy Spirit, uh, which I knew very little about my whole life. Uh, from what I could understand, I was kind of given this idea that like miracles didn't happen anymore. That was all a Bible thing, and that God didn't do that anymore because he could just use doctors or something like that. Like That was just kind of the paradigm I was given. Um, and so I was like, well, then what's the Holy Spirit do? To which all I could deduce was that warm, fuzzy feeling you get sometimes at church when the music gets loud. It's like, or like. Wait, warm, fuzzy? Warm fuzzies. Or when you're like, uh, um, when you're like, am I saved? Holy Spirit would be like, yeah, you're saved. You know, like that. <laughs> that was more or less like his job. He says it just like that, though, right? Just like yes, that. Just okay. like that. You're saved, Jim. You're good. So, like, the. But like that. You know, he testifies to our heart or something like that. There's some passage somewhere someone used that made me think that. So I was like, okay, that's a pretty significant portion of the Trinity to just like go tell them they're saved and give them the warm fuzzies. And then I got to college and then I met a professor who would like just be nonchalantly like professing. <laughs> and then suddenly be like... Yeah, and then, you know, this girl had cancer, and we prayed, and it went away. And I'm like, say what now? You know, and it was like... So spiritual superpowers. Yeah, and then, like, yeah, there was uh, this demon manifested, and I hate when demons show up, because it takes so long to get rid of them sometimes. Not always, but sometimes. And so we just pray until it would leave. I'm like, 
Honda. <laughs> or, or yeah, sometimes when you're praying for people, they just fall to the ground and start spazzing out on the floor. I'm like, of course, we've, we've all we've been all there. We've all had that happen. <laughs> yeah, you know. Those good prayer moments. Yeah. Or, uh, like, like, sometimes you'll just be praying, the Holy Spirit tells you for a person what you should be praying for them for. And I'm like, so he reads minds, too. Cool. You know, like... And so, so let's see, we have force push, we have <laughs> um, reading minds. That's right. Warm fuzzies. Warm fuzzies, so a little bit of heat. Uh, is there... My heart was strangely and warm, fuzzily warmed. John Wesley. <laughs> it's there somewhere. John Wesley. <laughs> but like, you know, I, I was afraid to kind of get close to him. Like, I was mesmerized. I wanted to know more. But at the same time, I was like, man, I've sinned. And done things, and, and if I know. get if I get too close to him, I think like the thing His just mind go, reading will kick in. Jamin, you sinner! Like that's legitimately <laughs> the reason that I was afraid of him. Like the Holy Spirit would like, <laughs> Jamin has done the following number one, which you know first off says a few things about my perception of God at the time, but also <laughs> secondly shows just how disconnected I was from. The Holy Spirit and spiritual gifts, things like that. Uh, a year later, like he had this whole like class, and you probably heard the stories at the time. We were both at college at the same time. I was like, sometimes that professor gets together with people and they cast out demons and people throw up. And oh, we legitimately <laughs> had Inquisition into that group at the time. Inquisition. Wasn't yes. It? Well, I mean, since no one escapes the Spanish Inquisition. We decided to try to have our own inquisition from the like the small group that we were in, hmm. just to test to see if this group was legit or not. You were deemed legit. It was okay. Oh, well, I wasn't a part of that group because I was afraid. A year later, I decided to become a part of that group. And I went to the professor. I'm like, Hi, I have a few classes with you. You probably don't remember me that much because I don't talk much, but I I need to know your ways. You know, <laughs> teach me everything you know. Teach me your ways, and Jedi can, Master. Can I join that group you're doing? He's like, Oh. Yeah, they all graduated last year. We don't have that anymore. I was like, ah, crap. I missed the boat, you know, like. <laughs> oh, no. Because now you get the one-on-one. -on -one. That's right. They all graduated, but then the professor was like, well, you know, I can uh, just meet with you one-on-one. -on -one. We can talk some more and whatnot. And I, I do some events here and there, and you can join me for that. So I'm like, okay. Your so, biggest fear? Yeah. Well, this is the way that he works is he just throws you into it. So he's like, we're going to go to this Catholic church. There's a priest from New Zealand coming in. He's going to prophesy for a while and then we'll pray for people. I'm like, Catholics prophecy. <laughs> like, what, what are we talking about? So Catholic priest comes in, preaches for like 10 minutes. I was like, wow, we paid a lot of money. Just fly a guy from New Zealand for this. Preaches for like 10 minutes and then pulls out a list. He's like, here's the words that I sense need to be prayed for today. Goes through a list of like a million. <laughs> and then he's like, okay, now our prayer teams will pray for you. I'm like, okay, this was interesting. Pray for people, nothing crazy happens. Then we go to the next event. Guy is speaking at Hillsdale College. And uh, at the end, it's my job to catch people as they fall over as he prays for them. I'm oh. like, what on earth are we talking about? I get behind the first person and like... So the spiritual safety bouncer. Yeah, basically. So like, I'm like, okay, let's do this or whatever. I don't know. Guy prays for them. They fall over. Uh, I wasn't first. So there was a team of us who mm. were catchers. By the time he gets to me, he's like, 
Okay, the Holy Spirit has thickened in his presence and we're going to speed this thing up. I'm like, what does any of this even mean? You know, and then he's basically just tapping people on the head and they're falling over as he's walking one by one. And when he gets to the person that I, I'm like kind of behind this like heavier set girl that I'm afraid like I'm not going to be able to support. I'm not sure yet. I'm like, okay, here we go. Get ready. And he like taps her and she rather than fall backwards in my arms, just straight down on my feet. <laughs> and I like I look down, I missed her. I'm like, go down, you know, like trying to, trying to back up. And so, he's kind of like getting kind of stern with our catching team because we're not keeping up with it. I'm like, okay, you know, like we're running around trying to. So wait, was it like uh, I can imagine Benny Hidden music going on where it was like <laughs> dropping no. and then. Running around, dropping, running to the next one, dropping, like... Yeah, no, I mean, it was it was interesting to try to keep up for. He prayed for me at the end of the night. And, like, I, I like, for a brief moment kind of fell backwards, but then just, like, stood right back up. So either, like, I messed something up or uh, I just wasn't being knocked over and I thought I was, so I naturally did or what. I, I don't know. I actually, to this day, never been knocked over even though I've seen it happen at countless events time and time again. Don't understand why exactly, but I have friends where I watch them get knocked over, and when they get up, they've had this experience with God that means something for them. Uh, you know, you can kind of see the the change and the impact and, and the importance of it. Uh, so I don't fully understand it, but I've seen it enough where I'm like, okay, this is an interesting way in which the Spirit moves. But no, like... Benny Hen tends to make a show out of it, like pull off his coat and whap, you know, it's like <laughs> she doesn't know. I've seen the I've seen the videos. Weird, yeah. yeah, they're they're weird Listen, videos. Look up Benny Hen, let the bodies hit the floor. Yeah, I knew that's what you were gonna reference. Yeah. Uh, and that I don't think is an appropriate way to do the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Um, but uh, to turn it into like this show of sorts. But the people that I've worked with simply just praying with people and they'll fall over sometimes and Sometimes they don't. It's the people where it's never happened to them before and they saw no one else in the room happen to them and then it happens to them. I'm like, okay, there seems to be legitimacy behind this because, like, why do they just manifest that when they didn't even know what that was, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I would say the most biblical moment where you see it happen would be when God's presence comes into the Solomon's um, new tabernacle. Uh, his temple, it says the priest couldn't stand to minister because the glory cloud of God was so thick. Yeah, I don't know that they were falling over, but that would be like the most biblical example. Uh, likewise, Jesus said, uh, or at the end of John, I think it was, it was like, look, Jesus has empowered you and you'll do even greater things than him, which means... Even if you don't see it in the Bible, it doesn't mean that it won't happen because Jesus said things that didn't happen in the Bible will happen down the road. So uh, there's still space for things like that to happen. John Wesley saw it. So like people usually think this is a crazy Pentecostal expression. It happened in Methodism. Like the Methodist movement, which today is known as a logical, scriptural, reasonable thing. The reason it took off is because the Holy Spirit showed up and crazy stuff happened all the time. John Wesley cast out demons. On Christmas, he raised a guy from the dead. <laughs> uh, and then he uh, he prophesied from stage once. He's like, I was just preaching when all of a sudden an imminent backslider popped into my mind. And I was like, uh, uh, Bob, is Bob here? 
oh, there he is. Bob fell down to the floor instantly. It's like, what? You know, like that's the reason people showed up to these events and why Methodism took off. It's like the Holy Spirit is rumored to show up. We don't get it. We don't think it's real. And we're going to go check it out. In fact, that was one guy. He was standing next to his friend. And his friend was, uh, uh, he fell to the floor. And this guy, like, he was mad. He's like, this isn't real. This is stupid. This shouldn't be happening. John Wesley was like, I saw him. His brows were knitted. He was mad. And then the Holy Spirit came on him and he fell to the floor. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> it's like you, you see these things. It's very interesting how God works. Um, but after that, I started learning about spiritual gifts, started practicing spiritual gifts, started leaving the space in church services and wherever I go to be open to spiritual gifts happening. Whether I have them or not, I've now written a... Uh, can you give me the one at the front? Uh, this is a nearly, I think, 600-page book called The Rush and the Rest. you got to flip it upside down to read the rest part. Oh, sorry. Called The Rush and the Rest. And... Uh, Good design, by the way. Thank you. Hang on, I think I'm covering up with the My microphone. My sister-in-law made the cover. Um, but it's about... Um, spiritual gifts like the bible has a ton to say on it to the point i wrote 500 pages just trying to explain these things because that's that's part of the problem that i had as i learned about it is a lot of people are just like spew all this kind of strange teaching and knowledge on it i'm like where do you get that in the bible it's like oh i don't know <laughs> okay well i want the bible to explain this to me and as i started like digging in i'm like this is everywhere from like beginning to end of the scriptures. It's just constantly here. Uh, and that's what the Holy Spirit does. He empowers us, uh, makes things happen. And we can't do those things without him. This is where I'll pause because I have now talked for like 13 minutes straight. I'm sorry. I can't keep up with what you're saying right now. <laughs> I know. So, yeah, I usually want to give you guys more space to talk, but I was telling a story more than a teaching. Right. Well, I mean, and my I've... story's done now. So. I mean, I have a story I can interject, but I couldn't find the right space. Yeah, but I do that sometimes. So, speaking of like traditions and free Methodism and stuff, mm-hmm. um, when I was at Wellspring, there was two teams that would travel around, mm-hmm. and one of the teams uh, during one of their worship services, some of their members started actually getting slain in the spirit while they were leading worship, and it was so funny because like it was a free Methodist camp, and so they were like. They're not supposed to do that. Well, that's not supposed to happen. Why is that happening? What this do you is mean weird. By slain with the spirit. So that's the falling to the ground. Oh, okay. That's the technical. Term it's been for called. It. Wesley called it thunderstruck. Okay. But that was taken over by you know. Slain the spirit is more <laughs> commonplace now. So, right. Ahead. So sorry. yeah, slain the spirit. I didn't is, realize that was a technical term. I mean, sorry. I'd... Anyway, moving on. So. It was funny because the the like the band actually got semi in trouble because the leadership of the camp were like because of the Holy Spirit first off. <laughs> well, right here's what was funny though. So the, the the good part of the story is the fact that the leadership was like, "This is weird. Hold on, let's go talk to the next higher up in the hierarchy of the Free Methodist Church." It eventually got up to the bishop, which you know is one of the highest forms currently um, for our hierarchy of leadership, and the, the bishop was like. Well, did it look like the spirit was there? Well, yeah. All right. What's the problem? <laughs> Which I thought was just a great story. The fact that like they saw the Holy Spirit manifest 
Yeah. Some people were freaked out by it, but in the end, you know, it, no, they didn't have a big deal with it. So. Well, the bishops also see it like crazy when they do overseas ministry, where it's happening all the time. It's a very American thing to think. Well, you know, we're very scientific-minded. We try to get rid of all the spiritual, kind of like Holy Spirit stuff. Whereas like overseas, they're like, we're used to witch doctors and demons and evil spirits and all these things. We're glad there's a Holy Spirit and we pursue him. And as we pursue him, stuff happens. Whereas American church, it's kind of like, yeah, stay over there, Holy Spirit. You know, like, let us get through our stuff. So, yeah, we know you're the weird uncle. Sit in the weird uncle corner. Yeah. And then. Yeah. What about you? You got a story? Give me a second to think. Well, see, this is, as you think, this is another thing. And this is an error also in Holy Spirit Christianity is where it becomes such a thing that, like, if you don't see someone knocked to the ground or someone speaking in tongues or prophesying or so on and so forth, you're like, well, Holy Spirit wasn't here today. It's like, no, the Holy Spirit moves in, like, mega, minuscule, all over. The, like, John Wesley, not to sound like a joke, but the thing that changed his life... <laughs> In his journals, the day that, it's a famous quote, my heart was strangely warmed. Like, that's the warm fuzzies, you know, like, that's the, sal I, salvation was attested in my heart. He struggled with that a lot before that moment. That moment all became clear. That was the Holy Spirit at work. Changed everything. Changed the trajectory of everything he did. So, like, it's not always, like, this huge tangible moment. Wesley will talk about just, like, crying, being in pain, like... So Holy Spirit's just coming and changing his life. So doesn't have to be like people falling on the floor. So go ahead, make it happen. What's your story? I've got small stories, I guess. <laughs> Want to share one? I've cried before. <gasps> it might have been the Holy Spirit. Probably. I was, <laughs> no. I, I'm a very emotional person, actually. But in this particular case, you cried because it felt like the conviction or presence. No, actually, one time it was weird because I was crying. Not because of the Holy Spirit. And as I was praying about the things that I was emotional about, it was like this calmness came over me and I stopped crying. But it was like from like straight on ball to like nothing calmness. I was like, this is wild. Wow. So that's the piece that passes understanding, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. It doesn't belong there and it happens. Peace is a fruit of the Holy Spirit and it mega manifestation in that moment because yeah. i know it wasn't my piece i was very not peaceful <laughs> <laughs> yeah well that's the important thing to remember there's like this whole like if the holy spirit's working in your life it should be on every ground you know like he makes the fruit that it takes to be christians love joy peace patience kindness goodness faithfulness someone yelled at you about politics and you gently like i understand love you you know like that was the holy spirit at work that that wasn't just like a minor moment that was a supernatural thing uh and he's there creating these new resurrected bodies that will come for us down the road but he's making it right now and as those bodies show forth in their character and their spiritual gifts those kinds of moments will will happen and those are no less supernatural than the people crashing the floor <laughs> And those sometimes get out of hand. I remember I was at one event, 
And they're like, we're going to pray for every person in the building. And they made like a prayer tunnel as you walk through it. They were lifting bodies off the ground and setting them <laughs> off the stage. And it looked like piles of bodies of people slain in the spirit. So, so it was like a zombie apocalypse, the aftermath. Well, this is the funny part. I went through <laughs> it. And I was one of the few people in that room that didn't go down. Mm. So I watched as all my friends are like, foo, foo. <laughs> Wee! And I was like, yeah, I'll see you guys in the back when you get out. You know, it's like, <laughs> um, wah, 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 wah. And likely, uh, so this, a lot of people, when you look at something like that, you'd be like, oh, they are just, they've lost their minds. They've gone manic. That does happen. And in the same way that any movement has moments that discredit it. It's the same thing with the charismatic movement. Uh, some people will pretend to have a demon because it gets them attention. That sounds ridiculous, but those kind of things happen. And so it takes discernment, which again is a fruit of the spirit or a gift of the spirit. What am I looking at? Is this a, a demon? Is this a human? Is this God? And you've got to discern what it is. My professor loves to joke about... Uh, there was someone lying on the ground yelling, I love you, Jesus! <laughs> and the, the students he was training were like, we think she has a demon. <laughs> and he's like, Do, let's, let's talk real quick about the character of a demon. Do demons tend to scream out, I love you, Jesus? No. I don't think so. No, I don't know. <laughs> so, I feel like it'd be difficult for them to say his name. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, the Bible kind of goes that way, right? It's that they are subjected to him but don't want to be. Um, but anyways, I've seen everything. So here's what we're going to do. I believe it's crucial to learn about the Holy Spirit because you want to have a full Christian life. If you're tired of living those moments where it's just like, all I do is wake up and go to bed and try to make the world a better place. Like Faith is much bigger than that. It's much more... Um, energizing and relieving than that. The Holy Spirit was not sent to you just for warm fuzzies. He's there to empower you. And there's not one person in the church who does not have some kind of spiritual gift, if not a number of spiritual gifts, if not the potential to move into more spiritual gifts down the road, since Paul said, eagerly desire greater gifts, implying Paul thought you could get more as time goes on. So that that is all part of your Christian heritage and what you have been given. So live in it. Soak that in. But a lot of times you have to learn about it first and you have to try to practice it first, which sounds weird to a lot of people, but like you don't know if you have the gift for healing if you don't pray for people to be healed, right? So you got to practice. Makes sense. And it might happen. It might not. Uh, and a lot of times you'll do it like a hundred times. See, like, did it happen at all? Did people get worse when I prayed? Maybe I shouldn't pray for you. Uh, but uh, the more that you pray, the more that you're apt to see it. So the rush and the rest, I'm just going to give it to you for free. We're going to put it up on our Discord server. You can download the PDF. I don't have physical copies. Those you can find on Amazon. But you can have the whole PDF for free and start learning now. If 500 to 600 pages sounds like too much to you, I'll read it to you. We'll give you free audiobook codes. You can go download on Audible. And if that still sounds like too much for you, there is a shorter version that Olivia was looking for. It's one of those. I don't know which one it is. I think it's the third. No, second one. Second one. one. I created a shorter version called Fantasy IRL, Fantasy in Real Life. I don't know. Can you see this? Yeah. So that one's just like, if I could say those 500 pages in 99 pages, there it is. I'll throw that PDF up there as well. And you can check that out. 
not trying to sell things right now. I want you to be able to be helped in this area because, oh, what I would have given to know all this when I was a kid and not learn it 20 years into my life. Um, so, yeah, uh, those will be up on the Discord server following today's uh, episode. Just go to the morning show section, download it, use it, whatever, uh, and we'll go from there. We have hardly scratched the surface of everything that we could talk about on the Holy Spirit today, so now's the time to start interacting with that conversation. And be sure to like, comment, subscribe down below. Join us on the Discord. We can talk more about the Holy Spirit, or you can get some free books. Thank you.